You are listening to a White Phosphorus Pictures podcast. Broadcasting under the night sky from the edge of an undisclosed jungle on the Gulf of Mexico, I'm Christopher Garitano, your voice in the night. For the next hour, allow me to be your guide into the bizarre unknown, the fantastic macabre, and together we'll journey to that borderland between fiction and reality, a place beyond all rational explanation. We are now off to the witch. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another Off to the Witch newsletter. Of course, for all of you new listeners, this is an alternate format. Every other week, I record the Off to the Witch newsletter. It's more of a free-form recording that tells you a little bit about what I'm doing behind the scenes and what's coming with Off to the Witch. So, we are almost in December. Time continues to fly. So make the best of what you do every day and make sure you're doing what you love to do. And speaking to that, I decided while I'm in post-production on the new Off to the Witch Presents feature-length documentaries like A Haunting We Will Go and Monsters Among Us, both in post-production right now, and I'm prepping to shoot The Phantom Killer. So while I'm doing all of that, I decided to add another thing to my plate which is, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Between Fiction and Reality. This will be specifically a new web series that will play on my YouTube channel, which is the White Phosphorus Pictures YouTube channel at Off to the Witch at YouTube. I decided on this because it's another format of documentary. To me, it's more of a confessional. It is uh, me speaking about a lot of different first-hand experiences that I've had. Everything from using strange tech and weird science to speaking with government and ex-government officials about some strange things that are happening or have happened behind the scenes. And um, other interesting things like uh, befriending George Romero, the director of Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead. Uh, And there is an episode of Between Fiction and Reality that I'm making called Of the Dead. And it is something I started shooting when we were all in lockdown in 2020. And uh, like I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago, you know, that situation really made me think of George Romero because in his Living Dead pictures, he would comment on the world and on society. So in that, I tell you the story about how I met George and how he contacted me and um, contemplate on the possibility of George Romero's Living Dead universe actually occurring in our world, which I think is quite possible, unfortunately. You know, it's a lot of fun to watch those movies, and it's super interesting, but at the same time, I don't want to live it. As as cool as it may seem stylistically, it's not a world you want to live in, but it's a possibility, and I talk about that in the episode. And so Friday is the launch of Between Fiction and Reality, and the very first episode is called The God Helmet. The God Helmet is an apparatus devised by two people, uh, Stanley Curran and Dr. Michael Persinger. 
both working in the field of neuroscience, but there are also some alternative perspectives that they had. And if science ever approached the paranormal appropriately, as far as we know, right, um, this was one of those experiments, and it had a variety of different tech, one of which was the God Helmet. Essentially, Michael Persinger uh, experimented with geomagnetic and electromagnetic fields. He studied the effect on high to low geomagnetic fields in history, in different things that have happened and occurred naturally, and tried to simulate those things through these devices that they invented, one of which was the God Helmet, another was called the Haunt Box, about the size of a freight elevator, and the subject would sit inside, and their temporal lobe of their brain would be bombarded with this amount of geomagnetic or electromagnetic energy. And the idea was to see how, how would it affect someone. Now, there was a variety of experiences, and the hypothesis is that it's these energies, one way or another, that is affecting us that could be conducive to why only certain people witness a haunting or have a psychic event. Now, there could be a portion of society that is susceptible to these things, or we all could be susceptible. And it could be region to region. You know, your house might be built in a place where there's a high geomagnetic charge, therefore having an effect on particular people in the family who are susceptible to this. And then the result would be that you're having a psychic experience, whether it be you're seeing an apparition or you're having some kind of event that feels like a premonition or a clairvoyance. You're hearing voices. It's very, I mean, this is super interesting stuff. And it's glorious that, that science is looking into these things. The misconception that uh, has been brought to us over many years is that science isn't interested in these things, that it, it shies away from this and sees it as pseudoscience or uh, things that are impossible fiction. Well, that's not true. Um, big government all over the world and science has looked into these things for many years. There are a lot of top secret projects that have been revealed over time or have been speculated that show us there is a lot of money uh, invested in experiments like this. And slowly over time, we're going to see more of this revealed. You know, we live in a very contradictory situation where in many ways we've been gaslit. To think that this stuff is limited only to fiction and um, the joke's on us because as we all know, anybody, even in the slightest of understanding, knows that the governments around the world have experimented with these elaborate things. Well, why would they if it's limited only to fiction? There's a certain power in unlocking uh, the greatest potential of the mind. And we've seen this in fiction. Well, fiction represents a lot of truth. I don't mean all fiction, but a good deal of it, believe it or not. And so let's say proposed fictitious stories like David Cronenberg's Scanners, right? That's just one of the many examples. That there's a deep underground government project creating psychic super soldiers 
that have a telekinetic ability, uh, one of which is fascinating, to explode other people's heads and do horrible things to other people, but psychic warfare that turns into a physical result. Now, you know, you can believe this or not, but it has been proven that governments around the world and the U.S. government have experimented with things like this. Of course they would want to weaponize some kind of psychic ability. And 100%, the idea of remote viewing was a, was a real thing within the government of the United States and other governments, and they had results. And so Michael Persinger was one of the few people that were granted a budget to research these things. He was an American-Canadian scientist, and I, he was working out of Laurentine University in Canada, ultimately. But there are results from his apparatuses, and I've used one of them, the God Helmet. Now, I wouldn't say it's commercialized, but it's available, and I talk about this in the first episode of Between Fiction and Reality. I talk about how it affected me. You'll see scenes from the episode of Strange World that represented my experience with it, and I talk about further things that happened and how it all happened behind the scenes. This is one of the many episodes uh, and forthcoming episodes of Between Fiction and Reality. It'll be different every time, and it's a shorter form way of me making a show uh, in, a, in a faster way, but not depleting quality. You know, I'm, I'm a filmmaker and a true filmmaker at heart, and so I approach everything with that philosophy. It's difficult for me to just um, push out information quickly. I think the quickest format is the one you're hearing right now, which is this newsletter version of my podcast. And I've made it audible only because any visual representation I would like to approach in a unique way. And so Between Fiction and Reality is a shorter form docuseries that allows me to do this a little quicker for you. Um, because my long-form documentaries take time to make. I mean, they even take time to make in a studio network situation. Uh, some years back, uh, I was an executive producer and a host and a director on a show called The Dark Files. It was a two-hour special for History Channel, and essentially it was a sequel to my documentary Montauk Chronicles. In History Channel, it was it's they own it. It's their production. They paid for it. And so... Um, you know, I had an opportunity to do a real investigation, but that special took quite a bit of time to make. It was a year turnaround or a little bit more if you actually count the development period. So um, between fiction and reality, I, it, it is within my means to make, and I have some fantastic archived footage that is shown in these episodes, stuff that I've never shown before and stuff that you may have seen before, um, clips and some behind the scenes ideas and thoughts in regard to uh, my television series or my documentaries. There are those who say that this quiet town holds many secrets. Legend has it that beneath this very tower, a dark force had its eyes set on the children. 
we were told that what was going on there was for the benefit of humanity. What would you say to the people who say, well, all these children were kidnapped and murdered and you were a part of it, what would you tell them? I did approve of it, but there was nothing I could do about it. They wanted a large number of programmed boys to be used for mind control operations. And there are others who say it's still happening to this day. I don't know, I for myself find it a little suspicious that all the evidence has been conveniently destroyed. Let's put it this way. If you're sitting there with 20 guns pointed at you, what are you going to do? Whatever the hell they want! Watch Montauk Chronicles now for free on Tubi, Plex, Roku, and available for download on Amazon and Apple TV. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanations, but not necessarily the only ones, to the mysteries we will examine. Persinger passed away while we were developing uh, Strange World. The group of scientists that he worked with at the university continued and continues his research, I'm sure, one way or another. You'll learn a lot more about it in uh, Between Fiction and Reality, and every forthcoming episode is going to be a different subject matter. You know, I'm actually, episode number two, between the years of uh, late 2015 and 2017, I was shooting a lot of footage for a documentary about the North American Sasquatch and ideas. It's a subject that I've been interested in since I was a child. You know, regardless of 5,000 shows being made, I knew I had something unique to offer. Um, but there, you know, while I was in the process, the Dark Files got greenlit and I had to attend to that. It was, it was worth doing. And um, that turned into eventually Strange World. So I was very occupied by network television at the time. And so I had this stuff sitting in a drive, and um, it's good stuff, good interviews. I, I went to Utah, Colorado, northern Michigan. Uh, I was living in Michigan at the time, and uh, shot some fantastic perspectives and some great uh, recreations, and I have a lot to talk about on the subject. I will revisit it one day. I have a, a very unique concept that I've been writing for years about that subject, because I do feel it's it's oversaturated in media and in television. And I think the only way to approach this now is to do it the right way. And the right way is something special. And um, I won't reveal what that is because uh, don't want to give you know people who don't have ideas ideas. But I have a, a very unique idea on the subject. And it stays close to the aesthetics and the atmosphere of mystery that inspired me as a child. Uh, well before any of these documentaries or series ever existed or I knew of anybody currently that's 
you know, claiming a, a stake in the subject matter. They don't belong to anyone in particular. They belong to everybody. And anyone can cover it. And it's fantastic that everybody is. But, you know, if you were to talk about hauntings, I would suggest looking into these further sciences, because that's how we're going to start to understand it, at least physiologically, how these things affect us why these things affect us. And if we look further into quantum sciences and into the sciences of geomagnetic energy and how it affects the brain, there's so much to be learned. Um, you know, there were people that went inside the haunt box, okay, once again, which is the size of a freight elevator, and it was in Persinger's lab. This is a soundproof environment. There are no sounds from outside affecting the interior at all. And people inside the haunt box itself, um, once the device was turned on and once it was charged, it began to affect their temporal lobe and they would start to experience sounds, voices, even car horns, things that weren't in the room and weren't coming through any of the apparatuses at all. You know, this wasn't a parlor trick. These were scientists trying to figure out Okay, you know, obviously people throughout history have had psychic experiences and have seen apparitions and have seen things in the woods even, right? There are so many people that have seen these mythical creatures throughout history or ghosts or have had psychic experiences. And just to write all of those off is quite ignorant because you have a variety of very credible people throughout history that have had these experiences. And to turn a blind eye to it now, you would, you would truly have to be living in the land of ignorance because even the government's admitting that there are things of unknown origin in the sky, UFOs, um, that are real 100%. And obviously they know more than what they're telling us, but between fiction and reality, is a discussion of the twilight zone that we live in, as Rod Serling coined it. You know, the twilight zone itself is an effect on the rods and cones of the eye when the moonlight is strong and you're seeing uh, a monochromatic look, a silver look. Well, that's what Serling decided to call his show about living on the borderline between fiction and reality. And my subject matter is always about that. Even the fiction uh, horror film that I'm writing, Bury Me in a Nameless Grave, epitomizes all of that that I speak about in Off to the Witch, that I cover in my work. We live on that borderline. We live between fiction and reality. And so what a wonderful place to celebrate, explore, be cautious of, to, to write an entire existence off of human beings that have experienced things since early evolution of human. And so why is it that anybody at this point would write it off? It's ridiculous. So there are so many things you can look into and you can say, I believe I had an experience. Well, I had one too. And, and of course I believe there's something else happening here. But science is starting to prove that at the very least there are conductors. There are things that inspire it in our living bodies in our brains, in our temporal lobes, that if we continue to experiment with this energy, we might find that we're opening up these doorways. I don't think uh, Michael Persinger suggested they were hallucinations. I think he was very interested in finding out 
why is it that certain people have these experiences? And so you must analyze what geological event was happening at the time, where they were living, the ages, uh, the chemistry of each person might differ, who was having what experience. To me, these are the greatest perspectives. Um, because unfortunately, within all of this stuff, so-called supernatural events that are happening, there are a lot of liars, some of which, you know, might have a disorder. Others uh, are just making it up to make a buck. And um, that's what confuses, I think, the rest of the people who decide they, you know, they want to keep their head out of the cloud, so to speak, and they don't want to believe in anything um, that is supernatural outside of their fiction, which they love. I love fiction. I'm writing fiction. But I think the new fiction could be um, a further analysis and a, and a perspective now that these things could exist, that this magical world, this world that we've seen on the screen and in the pages of books and in song, exists. So I am... Um, dedicating a, a huge portion of my life to continuing to explore these things and celebrate them. And uh, so join me, you know, on Friday. And one additional thing I might do is that after I'm finished publishing an episode of Between Fiction and Reality, I might follow it up with some kind of live stream Q&A where you can talk to me further about the subject and uh, any other things that I'm working on. And so you know, reach out. Let me know if you think some of these ideas are cool and you'd be interested in participating. I have talked about and have teased a Patreon. That is coming, but I, I want to make sure that everything is worth my while and your while. So right now, all of this stuff is free, by the way. You're out there and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can listen to the podcast, all of the above for free. You know, right now the podcast is ad-free, but as of December 1st, it won't be. There'll be some ads, and that's going to continue. So one of the things on the forthcoming Patreon will be an ad-free podcast, the entire uh, library. But there's going to be a lot more because I have some major projects coming up. So I just am further discussing with a co-production company and a potential network right now for South Texas Blues, and we are making progress. The strikes in Hollywood have ended and I know there's some um, union driver strike that's coming up, but that shouldn't affect anything. And things are moving forward with that project. Between that, the new docu-series, and between fiction and reality, there'll be a lot of extras in addition to the ad-free podcasts on the Patreon. Uh, but I do want to make a lot for free on the YouTube channel as well. So go on over there if you're interested in this stuff, and I suspect you might be. Uh, subscribe and stay tuned because Friday is the very first episode of Between Fiction and Reality. I rarely ask any of my listeners to do anything, but um, if you enjoy the episode, share it around. It's only going to help uh, perpetuate the series, and I'll continue to make these. And um, of course, I have plans uh, to go out a little bit and venture into places that might not lend to a feature length episode of my other series. Off to the Witch Presents, and would be more fitting of a 10 to 20 maximum minute episode of Between Fiction and Reality. And so there are locations I want to go to and will go to, and um, and we will expand this series and, and make it even further unique. But I need you to watch it, and I need you to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. So 
I have to get back to work. I'm looking forward to this launch on Friday and seeing what happens with it. And of course, I have quite a few episodes planned for it that I'll follow through with. But come and have a look. Uh, enjoy the show. And stay tuned for next week's episode of Off to the Witch with a brand new guest. And I will see you next time. Take care. Mm-hmm.